the show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say, let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Barely. I'm barely here. And it's going to be a crier today. Welcome, moms. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage moms like you. I hope this show is a blessing to you. We focus on your amazing value as a mom, because sometimes other people forget to. So it's about to happen. Our second baby is going off to college, and we're going to talk about it. And I'll probably cry. I'm going to try not to cry too much because it's embarrassing. Our daughter, Georgia Grace, is in the studio to talk about what kids need from parents as they head off for college or for work life. And I think this is just about for every single mom because, you know, even if your kids are younger, you may be facing this. A wise friend of mine said to me today, a parent is either in the empty nest phase, has been through it, or is facing it in the future. So this can be for you today. I've cried and prayed and listened and read, and I've come up with my very best empty nest advice. Basically, it's a list of three life-changing points that I came up with to deal with my sadness and to help you and your children and my child as she goes off to college. So that's all coming up. Please stick around. It's going to be fun. Uh, Channel Mom, we'll be back in just a minute. Are you in need of some girl time or maybe a mother-daughter date? We've got just the place for you. Enjoy an afternoon of respite and refreshments with an authentic English tea. Lynn's Tea Shop and Cafe serves a delightful afternoon tea or a delicious breakfast or lunch in their cafe, all at affordable prices. Offering special teas like the chocolate fountain tea or princess tea, there's something for everyone at Lynn's Tea Shop and Cafe in Littleton. For a 10% discount, use the code CHANNELMOM. Visit lynnstea.com. That's lynnstea.com. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom. Whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back. Let's everyone, everyone listening today, if you're in your car, if you're on your computer, if you're listening via phone, if you're listening via podcast, welcome to our podcast listeners as well. Let's take a deep breath. Michael, let's all take a deep breath because (laughs) I'm trying to calm myself down because this is a big topic and a lot of moms dread it. Now, some moms like look forward to getting their kids to leave the nest, but I have been dreading it for, I don't know, 18 and a half years. So uh, we're going to talk about my best tips, which I actually think are going to help you through your whole mothering life and as a grandma too. So I hope you'll stick around. I do want to mention a couple quick things first before we get to my daughter. Um, first of all, lindstea.com. Georgia, my daughter and I went there for an incredible tea. This woman is gifted. Her baking is beyond the, it's just incredible. And uh, true, authentic English tea. So please book your tea with your daughter or your friend at lindstea.com. 
And uh, you can get a discount if you will mention Channel Mom when you book your tea. And then secondly, a welcome to our friends all across the country and really across the world. We have listeners everywhere around the world, which is a blessing. Hello to our friends in Little Rock and Kansas and Colorado Springs and Idaho, Missouri, Denver, Denver. Uh, we've been on the air here in Denver now for 10 years. Oklahoma, Omaha and Lincoln, Nebraska. So grateful for all of you and also for our podcast listeners. And um, yeah, this is what it's going to be about today. The the mother-daughter departure and uh, facing the empty nest thing. Our Georgia Grace is going off to college in about a month. And uh, in the middle of my tears, I landed on the list of the best empty nest advice, the best three tips that I could come up with, plus bonus my daughter is joining me today, and she's going to talk about what your kids really need from you, especially like in the teenage and young adult years as they're facing their own lives and going out to you know, pursue their callings, what they need from you. She's going to be honest, I hope, and uh, honest with me as well. But first, you know I like to have a little music, a little soundtrack to set up the interview for the day. So we've played this a couple of weeks ago, but it's so appropriate. Here he is, Rod Stewart. May the good Lord be with you My producer's like, oh, no, are we going to be able to do the show? Because I'm in here sobbing for that song. I'm sure a lot of moms can identify with that. You you kind of have that picture of your kids being picture perfect, which they weren't when they're little. And you think, I never want to lose that. I always want to hold my babies close. I always want to hug them and, and sing to them and be with them when they're going to sleep and snuggle with them. And yeah. So that song makes me cry. Thanks a lot, Rod. <laughs> because I was sobbing during the song my daughter was having to comfort me. Everybody on Facebook got to see me sobbing, so that was good. All right, so here's the deal. I, I promise I'm going to try not to cry through this whole show because that's going to be no good to you or to my daughter, who actually is somebody who controls herself very well and doesn't cry very easily. She did not inherit that from me. Um, I have a little surprise for Georgia I'm going to get to here in a second. Here's the thing. You're going off to college. You want to tell folks kind of what you're facing, where, where you're going, why, why you want to go, and, and what you're going to study? Um, I'm going to University of California at Davis, and I'm studying linguistics, um, which is basically the science of languages. For those of you who don't know, I get a lot of weird looks when I say that. <laughs> um, and I'm going to be studying uh, Arabic, like kind of in combination with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She may she may work for the CIA one day, so watch out for well, her. Don't just yell that out, <laughs> just in case I do. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a, probably a private thing. Um, yeah, UC Davis is a very good school. I'm 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 very pleased that she got in there. And um, because I've been facing this, I thought, man, I got to write about it. So I wrote a blog. I welcome you to go visit channelmom.com. Just click on the mom blogs that are in the upper menu and and then find mine. It, it's all about how I say my empty nest sadness led me to this list or ended in this list. I have a list of three things which I'm going to share today. But if you want to read the whole blog, I encourage you to go look at it at channelmom.com and 
also encourage anybody that you think could really benefit from it to go look at that as well. We're going to get into the list in just a second, but I have a little surprise for Georgia. Um, over the years, she, as, as I have confessed, has been a little bit like my bestie. And I know child psychologists would say, no, 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 you should not make your child your best friend. Um, but in many ways, she has been, and I think that can happen with girls. And she's been, you know, my hilarious companion. She has a gift for humor, and, and she has made me laugh over the last 18 and a half years. So grateful for that. She is truly a reward and a blessing from God. I'm so grateful I got to birth her. But in the process of the whole thing, I've dragged her into my life. So I think she's even been maybe on a TV set. Back in the day when I was on TV, I brought her into the television station. And then when I started doing radio and ministering to moms, she's been in on a lot of it. So... Uh, she's been on the radio when she was, I don't know, 9 or 10. Couldn't find that b- soundbite, which you're probably grateful for. But today, this is one from, uh, I don't know, several years ago. You were talking about uh, going back to school after the summer and advice for people and especially what happens to middle or middle schoolers when they go back to school. I mean, I just like middle schoolers are wild now, Mom. I like <laughs> they do some wild stuff down there in the middle school. And I feel like it's just kind of. There's a lot of like social issues too down there because they're trying to figure out who they are and who they want to be friends with and kind of what person they're going to be, um, and so like what clique are they going to be in? Yeah, what'd you think? Was that good advice? I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have asked her to be on the radio with me over the years, so I thought I'd have a little fun and play a little soundbite of that. Okay, so in the blog and in my life, I've tried to come up with some tips. I've prayed a lot about this. I feel like God has shown me a lot of things as I faced um, both of my kids leaving. Our son Otis left four years ago. Uh, he's been back a lot. <laughs> he's, he's, he's barely left. And um, now my daughter is off to school, and I'm very pleased for her. But I've had to come up with some tips for myself so I don't just, as I say in the blog, fall down on the carpet and have a six-month cry and basically think my life is over. And moms who are dedicated to mothering, whether you work outside the home or you've been a stay-at-home mom, there's something that happens in you where you think this is, is the biggest thing I'll ever do. This is the most important thing. This is the most emotional thing. This is the hardest thing, but the best thing. I never want it to end. I never want to have to say goodbye to my babies. I want to be them, you know, with them every day. I want to be able to hug them and hold them. Maybe you don't feel like that. Maybe you're ready for your kids to leave, but I am not ready for her to leave, but I have to be. And, it, and it's about her more than it's about me. So in the blog, I talk about the fact that we moms want to cling to stuff and to all the special moments and, and, and to um, the companionship and to the, and to the good moments and to the memories. My daughter and I just went to Yellowstone, which I also posted on Facebook, and had kind of a last mother-daughter girly trip before she goes off to college. How many times did I cry during that trip? Uh, I don't Less than 10, but more than five, I'd say. <laughs> My poor daughter. <laughs> anyway, I, I want to set the stage by saying I get it. I get it if you, if you just cannot imagine the empty nest years, if you've been through the empty nest years. I don't know if I get it if you're beyond the empty nest years. But I came up with some tips, and you and I discussed them. And then I also want you to weigh in on the tips. Okay. Number one, God was showing me that when your kids are preparing to leave the home and go off to work or off to college, you need to be unselfish. And I need to stop making this about me. And I have to consider her first. It should not be about me. It needs to be about what I've been raising her for, what she is called to do in the world, 
what she's looking forward to, what she's going to learn at school. Um, I wouldn't want to stifle her. Today, there was something that came up as you were preparing, you know, for some more registration stuff and some deadlines. And something came up and I thought, oh, my goodness, did we miss this deadline? Is she not going to be able to go to school in the fall? And I thought, this is a great exercise for every mom to do, is to think, well, what's going to happen if she doesn't get to go? And I panicked and I thought, oh, my gosh, she has to go. This is so important. It's so important to her. So that was a good exercise. So what would you say in, in to other parents as they consider this? and they want to cling, and they, and they want to savor the moments, and they want it to last forever, what would you say about them having to choose to be unselfish and to consider the child? Um, I think it's maybe not what you would expect. I think kind of the send-off um, to college is important, whether it's you're just dropping them off or you're saying goodbye at the airport or they just leave. Um, I think because not every parent is like you. I don't think every parent is um, like as shaken up, I guess. About me leaving because some parents just that's not how they show affection or they're not as close to their kids. I don't want to say that if a parent just isn't upset because this is their fourth kid and they're they're tired they're of sending it. people to college. Yeah. Um, so I think there's kind of a middle ground and you know your kid better than anyone else. And so I would say don't be too like emotional or something because obviously I don't want to feel bad. And all my friends I've talked to were all excited to go to college. So I don't want my parents to be devastated by me going to college because that would kind of ruin the send-off experience, and then I'd feel guilty for the first couple weeks. But also don't just be so, you know, unattached. Just like, okay, well, I'll see you later, you know, because that would make me feel bad, and I feel like that would make most kids feel bad, even if that's not really how you show affection as a family. Um, just try to find your middle ground, obviously tailored to your child, though. Yeah, yeah, that's good advice, Georgia. Somebody raised you well, darling. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm just, I didn't, I'm not perfect. But uh, I agree. And, and I have been working my way up. In fact, today I literally forced myself to cry while I was praying to God and saying, I'm sad about her leaving. And I just sobbed because I'm trying to get it all out. Because I don't want to just be <laughs> clinging to your college dorm room door and just, you know, making it bad for you. And how many times have I told you, please don't feel guilty? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't, and my mom said the same thing. Like, my mom was crying when I was getting ready to go to college, and hopefully she's listening to this. And, and it, was, uh, it was so sweet that she loved me that much, and I hopefully you see it as sweet. But she also said, I, I, I wouldn't ever want you to stay. I, I know you need to go off and, and do things in the world that, that you're called to do, and, and I feel the same way about you. So the number two piece of advice that I have that, again, I feel like God laid all of these on my heart. Be, so number one is be an unselfish parent. Number two is be committed to their purpose. And, and I was thinking about it. I'm like, oh, my goodness, what have I been applying myself to for the last 18 and a half years if it's not to raise her up to do something great in the world, to be a blessing to others, to consider others, to follow her calling, to have her own spouse and children, to, to be a mother herself? Like, I wouldn't want to deprive her of any of those glorious things. And God kind of also showed me, you know, you – I want to use her in the world. Don't cling to her. Other people need her as well. Be committed to her purpose. Don't hold on to her and, and not allow her to pursue the very thing you've been training her up for. And I thought that is great advice, to, to be happy about what you have yet to do. To, you know, do you, is there anything in that that you want to expand on? Um, I don't know. I talked earlier about being excited for college, and that includes like telling you and dad at the end of the day or calling you and saying, I have this great new class with this professor or and let me tell you about this smoothie I had today or just like <laughs> random new experiences that I, I'm excited to share with you and dad. So it's not just I'm excited to go to college and never talk to you and dad again. Um, 
and just be on my own. It's also like I'm moving into a new stage of my life and I'm excited to share that with my parents. That is so big. I need to, Mark's coming in to try to make me cry. Um, That is big and I needed to hear that because you've never quite put it that way. Mm -hmm. That you want to share this next stage and you want us to share in the excitement and, and, and to be sort of like, buoying you you know lifting you up mm-hmm. as you're you're you know going into this next new phase which is which is fantastic um i, w- I want to make sure that we get to everything and there are, there are other things to talk about um what would you say when you're looking into the fact that i have raised you up for something and i've been praying over you for years i do this thing called the nightly blessing where i pray over georgia and what her future purpose is and and a and usually a verse or two to back it up and you know i've just been praying for you for for many many years and for what god has for you in the future for your spouse for you to one day be a mama and be able to enjoy what i've enjoyed for me to be a grandmom mm-hmm. and and i think about that too like if i didn't let you go if i just said we you need to live in the basement until you're 30 so that i don't have to fall on the carpet and cry for two years, I would miss out on grandchildren and I would miss on seeing you pursue what God has. How do you feel about me embracing your purpose? Um, I think it's important. I think if you didn't, um, kind of everything you did leading up till now would be for naught. Like, why would you pray over me and be excited and take me to doctor's appointments and stuff, you know, so I can successfully grow as a person um, and as a contributor to society? Yeah, I guess if you were just like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that's good. That's good. All right. So number one is be an unselfish parent if you're facing, facing empty nesting. Number two is be committed to their purpose, the thing that you've raised them for, the, the many things you've raised them for. You don't want to hold them back from that. Number three is be committed to your new purpose. It's not that you haven't had a great purpose in being a mother or a father and in embracing that stage and doing well in that stage. But I'm a believer that God has other things. You know, if you're somebody who reads Proverbs 31, it talks about all the other things that she is called to do. And and I'm somebody who listens to the Holy Spirit. And not everybody who listens to this show is, a you know, somebody who reads the Bible or, or follows after Christ. But I want to love every mom wherever she's at. And I will say that as I pray to God and I listen for the Holy Spirit, what I heard God say one day to me um, was I, I was... I probably sobbing again and saying, I don't want to let her go. I don't want to let her go. I felt like God said to me, you've got new stuff to do. And he also showed me, you can't be so wrapped up in, in only the things that you've done for your motherhood when your kids have been little and younger, that you miss all of the other things I, I want for you to do on this planet. I mean, it's, the, the things we're called to do is love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength and to love your neighbor as yourself. If I'm only focused on you, Georgia, I don't have time to do all those other things. I don't have time to pursue Channel Mom and help all the moms who want to help in prison, help all the homeless moms, the single moms, the, the moms who are struggling like me today, the, the, the you know, regular old moms who are off at work today or moms who are in their homes. We serve every mom. And, and I feel like God's saying, and now it's time for you to do other things. Mm-hmm. I've just written a book. This is like news that I'm actually sharing for the first time, and it's coming out in probably October. Uh, It's Mom, You're Amazing, and I can't wait to share more about it. But I have to pursue that as well and be a blessing to moms through that book. So it it was like the Lord literally looked at me and said, Daughter, don't forget about me and all the things that I have called you to. So so what do you – how do you – any advice for me as I say? I need to be focused on your purpose, but I also need to be focused on my new purpose. What what do you think of that? Well, I said it to you in the car the other day. I'm – excited for I'm excited for every member of our family right now because I'm starting college 
Um, Otis will be starting law school relatively soon. And then you and dad are going to have no kids at home for the first time in 22 years. 22 years, yeah. Um, So I was like, Mom, you need to get out there and, you know, hang out with your friends more and, you know, take up like a new hobby. And dad can find more time for himself and not just work and kids. Um, And obviously not in a selfish way, but you guys have more time to fill now that no kids are at home. Um, And so I'm not saying, you know, you should be excited to go golfing all the time, but um, you can find new stuff that's enriches your life that you didn't have time for when Otis and I were at home. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good. And for our relationship, Mm -hmm. I talk about that in the blog too. Like Mike and I have put you and Otis first Mm -hmm. and we need to be focusing on our relationship too. Marriage is a holy thing. And so, so that is a good thing. I will say a little note I want to add, and then I want to get to the last thing and you and I can quickly talk about that. Another thing that God has gently shown me is that sometimes I've idolized you, Georgia, and you know that. And I've put you above God. I've, I've clung to you. I've honored you. I've adored you. I've followed you everywhere. I've tried to be at just about every game and every award ceremony and, and every you know, volunteer class event. And I, I went on a field trip with you, even as a senior in high school. That's how crazy I am. And so I was just following her as much as I can. And, and, I, and sometimes God's pointed out, you know, you're not supposed to hold her above me. And I sometimes have idolized you. Don't you think that's true? Well, why would you not? <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, right? Like you have to be healthy about your children and not over-worship them, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's my last point. I'm curious how you'll weigh in on this. I said, look, this is the last perspective changer you might need as, as a mom or a dad as you're facing empty nesting. And that is I have reminded myself of the fact that our kids leaving home, that very fact, is not a tragic fact. It's just not tragic. As I said at the opening of the blog, my daughter's going to college, not to the electric chair. Mm -hmm. It's not tragic. She's alive. She's well. I should be grateful for that because I've lost or I've had friends who've lost their kids to suicide, to accidents, to disease. I've known people who've been through that. Um, And also I've known people who've died before their children were grown. Kara Tippett, who, you know, there's a famous documentary about her. She died when her kids were 13 and below. She never got to see her kids off Mm -hmm. to college. So I've remembered that. And then finally, I've got a a friend or two who are not going to be able to send their kids off because they are, you know, other abled in some way. They're, you know, disabled. They just can't leave the home. So I think, oh, my goodness, this is all blessing. I get to send her off to pursue her life and the callings that God has for her. And that's a perspective changer. I get to be here. And you get to be here for this moment. So there is joy in that and not tragedy and really not sorrow. What, how would you regard that? Yeah, I would say this is the first step towards my um, kind of adult life. Any person who's entering college right now, it's the first step to, towards their adult life. I'm sure there's somewhere, someone out there laughing at me thinking you're not an adult yet. <laughs> um, but, you know, towards a more independent life. And so, of course, you should be excited. I mean, it's not, yeah, obviously it's not me dying or you know, even going off to war, I can't even imagine how those parents feel. Yeah, so yeah, what, what an act of service. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so I don't be sad. There's Thank some you. quote about don't be sad about the memory or be happy because it happened, something like that. Yeah. Don't be sad about it. the memory. Yeah. I was looking through memories today and all of our photos and I was just tempted again to cry. No surprise. But then I felt like, oh, my goodness, these are all incredible memories. What a mm-hmm. blessing. Look yeah. at it that way. I mean, light always changes the darkness it always removes the darkness so we have to focus on the light in these times and the, mm-hmm. and the light of god and the light of what he's allowed and given to us as gifts um we've got like two minutes left and and in the last minute i always save as you know georgia to, to 
encourage the moms out there, but but any last words from you for moms and kids facing this time where the kids are growing off? You've been like a parent to me in the last couple of years, so sometimes <laughs> you advise me in ways and, and give me wisdom. So what would you say? Um, I would just say, you know, hold on, obviously, to the, the last couple weeks or months, whatever you have. I know some of my friends are leaving like next week. I'm lucky in that I don't leave until early September, so we have a little bit more time. But uh, um, with your children, just kind of cherish the moments, but don't cherish it so much that you just like don't want to let it go and you have a stranglehold on it. Um, You know, I think most parents, good parents, I mean, I don't know, are excited for their children to go off to college and, um, you know, do new things and meet new people. And I have a lot of people who say, oh, college are the best years of your life. You're going to have such a good time. I'm so excited for you. Um, And so if you're saying that to someone else's kid, why wouldn't you say that to your own kid? Amen. Amen. That's true, Georgia. Thank you for that wise advice. I am still the parent, but sometimes you give me more wisdom than I have. So, yeah, you're right. And I am excited for you. I truly am excited. And sometimes when I think about you not going, it reminds me that I'm excited for you to go. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I, you know, I want that to pass that on to other moms and dads. I hope you're encouraged today. I hope you encourage your children in this time, if it's now or in the future. And uh, thanks to all the moms that have been kind of teaching me along the way as well. And uh, Georgia, thank you for your help. God bless you, my love. And and I know that you're going to do great things. And I know that I've been training you for this. So I'm grateful. Won't cry. I'm going to just thank all the moms for tuning in today. Hey, Georgia, I love you so much. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. All right. Uh, This is the time in the show that I remind you to check us out at ChannelMom.com. And you can find our podcast at ChannelMom.com. You can find ways to support us, pray for us, give to us. Uh, You can connect other moms in ways that we can help them. We help single moms who are in jeopardy. We help moms coming out of homelessness. We help moms in prison. We help regular old moms in the house as much as we can. We want to help every mom out there to remind you how incredibly important your job is. So this is where I say thank you. If no one's thanked you today, I'm thanking you for all the sacrifice that you are, all the sacrifices you're making to raise your children well, raising that next generation. You're giving a gift to the world. So thank you for doing it. God bless you guys. Have a beautiful weekend. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.